Welcome to the Driving Dentistry Forward podcast, where successful dental pros and anyone who values the power of a smile can get an edge in the dynamic worlds of healthcare and business. Hosts Chuck Cohen and Rick Cohen speak with top influencers in the world of dentistry and explore essential tools, trends worth your time, and solutions that help you practice smarter. Welcome, Dr. Diana Tadros, and congratulations for being one of our 40 Under 40 honorees. Um, And uh, we're going to get to spend 20 minutes together now and uh, really appreciate you making the time out of your very busy practice and uh, spend some time with me and and doing this podcast. So welcome. Thank you. I appreciate you for having me. first First and foremost, where does this podcast find you? Where are you right now? Right now I am in Fort Lauderdale. Um, I have been, I have a practice here. I've been here for about two and a half years. Prior to that, I was in Manhattan for many, many, many years. So <laughs> I was a sales rep in Manhattan. That's how I got my start. Where, okay. where in Manhattan and were you worth a group practice? Yeah, I was in, um, I was in Gramercy for a while. And then I had another practice up in Upper East. So between the two. The so. weather is definitely better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> where you are, where it's, you it's, are. Yeah, it's much different too. So, I mean, now Manhattan's a little bit of a ghost town, but I can't say that I don't miss it every now and then. So mm, it's true. It's true. So uh, it sounds like you, okay. So you had your, your start in Manhattan and then you had, uh, I, what was the reason you were looking to Florida? When did you yeah, move? So we, actually, we relocated my um, husband. He finished his medical residency and then we moved down to Florida, South Florida. So um, I actually had a, a bit of a hard time finding a really good practice to purchase down here. Um, there, I didn't find many that were well-trained dentists or a lot of shady practices. So um, luckily I had a mutual colleague that knew somebody down here and I bought an excellent practice. The uh, previous owner actually stayed on board. He works two days. I work two days. Um, and it's been like that now for about two, over two years. So. Oh, that sounds fantastic. And, yeah. uh, sometimes it's not, um, you know, working with a partner sometimes can be difficult. And that, is this the first time you've done that? Well, he's actually, um, he's an associate. He, I, I bought the practice completely and it's actually been really a phenomenal, um, you know, relationship. We oh, didn't even so hire a lawyer when we um, did the practice transaction. We wrote our contract ourselves, and uh, we kept saying, "I hope this is the right thing to do." But we just thought we got along so well. We had similar values. Um, he, it's a small fee-for-service boutique practice, and um, we I let him do his thing on his two days, and he runs it kind of the way he wants with the staff, and I do it on my two days, and it's it's been uh, a big blessing. So that's fantastic. Um, you know. Um, I often wonder how many business, um, relationships that I formalize with contracts that you really don't need to. And so the, the way you did it with a handshake and, um, you both got behind your word processor and went back and forth. Yeah. Um, you wonder if, if yeah. more people did that, the lawyers would go out of business and, right, and uh, right. but probably 90% of business arrangements could be done that way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, the thing is usually what happens, I think in a traditional practice sale is you're going through a broker and that's how you find the, that practice. And you don't really have 
much of a time to connect with the previous owner. I actually shadowed the practice for a good two months before I bought it. Um, I was down here anyways in South Florida. I, I wasn't trying to find an associate job. We had just moved from Manhattan. I was really gung-ho on finding a practice to buy. And so I had nothing but time. I came in every day. I really liked the staff. I, I love them. They're all still with me today. Everyone in the office has been with us for over 20 years. So um, it was just, I, I couldn't imagine being anywhere else. And I don't think he could get rid of me anyways. So we <laughs> had to just eventually sell it to me. So that's yeah. fantastic. Um, okay. So if you don't mind, can we go back to, um, I guess the, you know, one of my favorite questions is when did you decide to be a dentist? Um, some people knew when they were seven, eight years old, some people didn't really realize it until they, started wondering what they were going to do after college. So where, where were you on that continuum? Okay. Very, it's kind of an interesting story. I actually was in a seven-year medical program out of high school. I got accepted into this. It was like a dual undergrad med school program. And um, the only requirements were after you finished your undergrad, you had to do the MCAT, whatever, then you were, you would be guaranteed admission to that school. So the summer before I was supposed to take the MCAT, we had a family reunion and one of my uncles is a physician and one of my uncles is a dentist. And the one who was a physician said, I'm just going to say this in my many, many, many years of practicing. I've always heard physicians say they wish they were a dentist, but I've never heard a dentist say they wish they were a physician. So <laughs> he's like, just do with that info what you will. You know, you're, it's a lot more years of training. And, and so at that time, it was a big shock for my family because I was so medical school driven. Um, my parents didn't know what to do with me when I, one day I just decided, I think it was a week before my MCAT. I was like, I'm not taking the MCAT. And my mom's like, what do you mean you're not taking the MCAT? And she went crazy. So they actually shipped me up to my uncle, who's a dentist to shadow him for a week. And I it just, I really liked it. And I don't know if I really comprehended everything that we were doing in dentistry. I just saw that he ran a small practice. Everybody knew who he was. He knew all his patients. They were, you know, just like this, like relationship built and I guess I just, it kind of clicked and I'm very thankful that it did. And I'm thankful for that conversation I had with my uncle, you know, many years ago, but um, it's that true now, you know, so. Great story. And, you know, it really, it wasn't always that way in the 1970s and 1980s, early 80s, I think. The, the tide turned, I think, in the late 80s, early 90s. For sure. Um, but it, at that time, many dentists wished they were physicians. Right. And now right. the tide is totally, and, and you can, I mean, there's so many reasons why. For but, sure. Um, you yeah. mentioned that your partner is a physician. Yeah. My uh, husband, he's an ER physician. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So That's a specific yeah. type of physician. You've got a really, um, well, the work that he's doing is obviously as important yeah. as, as you can right. find in any field, but, yeah. uh, but that's an adrenaline, um, fuel right. profession. So I mean, he's, he's a, he's a total badass. Am I allowed to cuss What's that? Are you allowed to say that? You're allowed to say it. Definitely. Yeah, um, no, he's, he, it's very, very, I mean, it, obviously this past year was a really trying time for that field um, of medicine. You know, they were, I, I, I it, it really was a, a gruesome time for them, but I mean, he, he, I knew he would fight it until he couldn't anymore. Um, so he's, he's really cool guy. And we've, um, I've, been able to catch him save lives on random trips we go on on planes and stuff like that so it's kind of neat but you know what he does is, is very important but he'll be the first to tell you you know like their malpractice is high everything is high liability is high they're working these long hours and you know when you're in a hospital system like that sometimes the recognition is not as you know as, as great true. as the 
as the workload. So it's sad, but it's true. Yeah, um, for sure. So, uh, okay. So, uh, so that's how you selected dentistry. And then um, you went to dental school where? Yeah. So I actually, um, that was another interesting story. I actually went to dental school at the university of Tennessee. I'm from Florida. My brother was doing his last year of pharmacy school there. So they actually considered me like an in-state and I guess like a legacy cause he was there. So um, I went there for dental school and then I went back to Florida for residency. So. Very cool. Very cool. Um, okay. And um, you know, how I'm very interested to hear how uh, your practice has been doing in the pandemic. And what I've found is that uh, the, in the South, it's been generally better than the North. But um, what have you found in your, in, in your case? And I mean, I, now I've been vaccinated. I've had my second vaccine. I'm sure you have too. I, yeah. I bet is you probably have too, yeah. but for a while it was pretty touch and go. What was it in, what was it like in your practice? I'm a very unique situation. I'm going to tell you what happened to me. A lot has happened actually in the last um, seven months with our practice. So I actually, um, come August, because I had a lot of holes in my schedule, things like that. I went digital, I got a scanner and I got, um, there's a software, uh, dental labs use called Exacad where they design all your cases sure. for you, wax ups, you know, one of that. So for me, what was happening in the practice is I was doing these wax ups, but you know, they charge you for it. And, um, a lot of the patients were hesitant. So I ended up buying the software myself and I trained myself on it. And then, um, I got a 3d printer and it grew so much. Um, now we have four 3d printers and now I actually lecture for Exacad. Wow. So, um, we have our first webinar, um, in two weeks that I'm the speaker for. So it, it actually, my practice actually grew and I don't know if it was really because we were in the South or because I put in this digital component where we were able to show them chair side right away without, without even charging if it wax up, we were able to fill the schedule very quickly because I'm not waiting three weeks for the turnaround time from the lab to do the wax ups anymore. Um, so everything is designed here and then we're printing the the temps or the waxes before they even come for the prep appointment. But now I can see them the next day if I needed to. So, and get started. So, yeah, that's fantastic. Um, so you're really a great person to ask this next question because you, you made a big investment in technology and it's paid off. And so uh, I would imagine somebody like you is always thinking about what's the next thing and what is going to be the thing in three years and what's going to be the thing in 10 years. And so I would ask this, what does dentistry look like? I mean, five years and in 10 years, I think, honestly, I think we are on the forefront of a lot of great um, things happening in dentistry. And I see this too, because as social media really picks up steam with the younger generation, they are now, they have access to these wonderful mentors and lectures. You know, when I first started dentistry, we didn't have Instagram and I didn't, have mentors I could easily access. I would have to email somebody, maybe they would email me back. Now younger dentists are seeing all these exceptional dentists, you know, doing great things and they're able to approach them directly. Um, do I think it's really going to be digitally driven? Absolutely. I mean, we now we face scan everybody, not just, we're not just scanning their teeth. We actually have a whole face scan with a camera and we can put that into the software. We can design everything totally facially driven um, so I think the dentistry is, is only getting more and more exciting. Um, you know, I don't know about the insurances and how that, how that takes into play. We don't, 
take insurance at our practice, but um, I think there's, there's so much that's, that we have to look forward to now, you know, I think in the nineties, there was that, that rise of like everyone getting veneers and cosmetic dentistry. And now I think that's revamping, but at a whole higher quality level now and a more accurate and precise um, level. So I'm excited for it. Totally I hope agree. I'm right. <laughs> if I'm wrong, I'm going to be sipping pina coladas in the Bahamas somewhere. <laughs> Either way, it doesn't sound like you could go too wrong. <laughs> um, okay. So I've got one more question. Uh-huh. Uh, cause, and then I'm going to, I know how busy you are. I'm going to let you get back to your day. Uh-huh. Uh, if you were to be speaking to a group of high schoolers, what bits of advice would you give them? I think that thing I, I realized in, when I was in high school, I had no confidence. I wasn't, you know, I, I didn't know who I was going to be. I didn't know what I wanted to be. I had like my small group of friends. I was not in the popular crowd or anything like that. Um, but I think if the one thing I could tell high school students is just um, be kind and stay focused. You know, um, we, when you're in high school and you're in that, you think that's the whole world. And, you know, now I look back, I maybe keep in touch with one or two people from high school and, you know, the friends you meet along the way, um, as you grow, you know, they're, they're even more substantial. So I don't know, I, I would just say stay focused and um, don't, you know, let success make the noise for you, you know, so. I like that. Make, let success make the noise for you. That's great. Right. So. Well, Dr. Tadros, thank you so much for taking 15 minutes out of your very busy day. And um, uh, congratulations once again on being one of our 40 under 40 honorees. And uh, we look forward to what you will build in your new practice. And it sounds very high tech. And uh, we'll be checking in on you from, from time to time. So thanks awesome. once again. Yeah, it's great meeting you. And you uh, well. make it a great rest of the week. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening in. Don't want to miss an episode of the Driving Dentistry Forward podcast? Subscribe today on your favorite podcast app.